so in the last episode that we did, which one was that? Oh, the keep your people keep people out of your business episode. Yep. In that episode, <clears throat> towards the end, we were talking about um, why KP was about to drive to California to handle some business with someone. It was unnecessary, in my opinion. So we talked about that. So we want to like do an episode about the things that have triggered us in the past, <laughs> whether it's from our business, you know, about like business, family, friends, whatever. And y'all tell us if we overreacted in some of the things or if we acted appropriately. You are listening to The Perfect Couple Podcast with Kiara Lachey and Kate. Hey. <laughs> We are far from perfect, but we do give advice on relationships, parenting, love, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So sit back, relax, and check out the podcast. All mine have been from business. Um, Family hasn't triggered me to do anything. All mine been from business. Just dealing with people in the music industry and flakes and people lying and people trying to get over on you it's just been a lot over the years so explain let's start with the california it was kind of it was kind of a lead up it wasn't just him i just think he was gonna get you know kind of the the ass into everything but (laughs) what he did wasn't cool Mm -hmm. he playing with people money what did he do let's be specific uh he stole your music Mm -hmm. uh then tried to put blame on us Mm mm-hmm uh, he flaked on the whole contract. Yes, he did. Um, and then acted like he was in the right. Mm-hmm. So you messing, you know, we got kids. We're driving back and forth to California, spending our own money. Right. After in the contract, he was supposed to be paying for you to go to California. Mm-hmm. We said, fine. We were still making good music. We was like, cool. So we paid our money multiple times mm-hmm. to go back and forth to California to record with this clown. <laughs> just to get screwed over at the end of it that, that that was thousands of dollars that we just wasted but what triggered you to say okay that's it i'm going to california i'm about to beat your ass the whole thing did <laughs> everything every part of it the conversation that we had when he threatened me i kind of laughed at him though what do you say like be specific let's be as specific as we can in these conversations so people can tell us whether <clears throat> we were in the right or the wrong for going off well Wait a minute, wait a minute. The conversation that we had when he threatened me? What did he say? He just told me he wasn't scared of me and that he got guns or something like that. Which is crazy because you never said he was scared of you. You never said any of that. It just came out of nowhere. So it's like. I never said anything about doing anything to him at that point. Right. I was just having a conversation about why the business part was, was flaking, why he stole your song and gave it to another artist. Right. And then acted like we were at fault. Right. You know, so it was that was what the conversation was. And now, he felt he was offended. Right. But now also leading up to this whole situation, too, was um, one of the things that he did also was he stole the song. Um, but then said I could put the song out, but then tried to put a strike on my YouTube. Now, I have again messing with our money, messing with our money, because YouTube is one of our streams of revenue. Right. And. He tried to put a strike against the channel, okay? So that pissed me off. Also, he tried to, he told me, <laughs> it was a specific song that I put out 
Um, so all of everybody that supported me, they knew that it was my song. So when another artist put the song out, they were like, oh, that's Kiara's song. She didn't give me no credit on the song. She didn't give me no credit on anything. Yep. Not she even, gave, not she even gave everybody else credit. Yeah. I wrote the song. She didn't give me no credit on the arrangement of the song, of the lyrics, of nothing. The White House, when Obama was in um, office, wrote her a letter saying how amazing the lyrics were. Because it was talking about police brutality and um, just kind of a lot of the things that were going on around the time of Philando Castile and this, uh, Sandra Brown, like everyone, you know. So I kind of got fed up and I wrote a song about it. Um, and it was a very powerful song And so a lot of the labels wanted the song And it came from my my heart So I was like I don't want to sell it I don't you know now if you got a big bag Then give it to me Or if it was just a big enough artist <laughs> Or if it was just a big enough artist yeah So anyways long story short I said no You know you don't got you don't and have a check for me he also did it for his, his own selfish reasons Right It had nothing to do to benefit us it was all to benefit him. Right. So I told him no. He he took the song anyway and gave it to the artist. Um, I put the song out. He puts the strike on the YouTube. Um, he's putting strikes everywhere that I have the song. The song is like doing well on Facebook. It had like at that time it had like over 400 something thousand views. Mm-hmm. We had just put it up because people were really feeling that song. And they were feeling the visuals and everything like that. Now, mind you, I went and filmed visuals with um, some of my friends. It took a minute. I edited all this. I put in a lot of hard work for this specific song and video because like I said, it was coming from the heart. It was on something. On top of the fact that the chick stole the idea for the video. She did. She did. And then she had the nerve to block me. Yeah, and then I talked to <laughs> I talked to her management, right? And they're upset with us. And I'm like, we don't even know y'all. We yeah, never had no about? business dealings with them. Right. We never spoke to them about anything, but they upset with us. Yeah. About a song that we did not give them permission to even use. Exactly. So the first time I spoke with their management or the or the girls' management. She's a, the the lady's upset with me, and I'm like, first of all, you, you, you. you coming at the wrong person because yeah. the intermediary who was the producer is the one that messed this whole thing up. He's because the one that, we yeah. should have sat down and talked about this whole thing before right. she did anything to the song. Yeah, but he lied to them and said that you know everything was all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made it seem as if I wrote that song for her, which was not true. Um, but also, and she didn't even do the song justice. No, but also, um, he's like. He calls us at like two in the morning. He's like, "Tell Kiara to call the dogs off." Meaning Team Lachey called my called Team Lachey off the girl because y'all started. You know, a lot of the people that supported my music, they were like going in on her video. Like underneath it, they were like thief, blah blah blah, because mm-hmm. she didn't give me no credit on anything. Like I said, she gave the producer credit, she gave the videographer credit, she gave the even the guy that edited the video. Everybody, <laughs> everybody but, but me. And so everybody was going off on her. I didn't tell people to do that. I didn't even say anything. I actually kept my cool, to be honest. I kept my cool. I didn't say anything because I was trying to work it out. I was trying to be um, professional. Yep. But her management pissed me off. Yeah. With with that whole thing that they did. So I was like, nah. So then fast forward to the phone call. Kevin kind of, you know, he went off. and the dude. I wasn't even going off, though. That's the problem. He was the one that was feeling upset because I was calling him out. Cause I'm a different type of dude when it comes to business. I'm not upset. I wasn't. I wasn't mad. I was just mm-hmm. stating the facts. Mm-hmm. He was the one that was getting offended because mm-hmm. they were true. Right. Like that's not. That's not even how I do business. I don't even get mad because there's no point. But what? So then there was something that made you click and say, "I'm going to California." It was. It was at the end of everything. 
like I said, I think he was just getting the end of everything that I have been through as far as being your manager. All the attempted robberies that happened, all the bad contracts that were put in front of us, all the promises made, all, the, the, all of the, 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 the stealing of my songs and ideas by and big artists. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> you know, he made us realize after the fact that we need to put everything in our own basket and stop relying on other people. But mm-hmm. he was just going to get the end of all that. Right. That's all. So luckily he wasn't in town because <laughs> KP had drove him and his big friend was about to drive over there. Like I said, he was there for dues protection to make sure I didn't go to jail. Well, I so y'all, no so y'all tell me if KP was right or, or not for wanting to drive out there and beat the brakes off that dude. It would have been bad. I already know. That's why I was like, I don't need no help. Like I'm not that type of dude to be like, oh, I need to roll with my friends. No, nah, I was like, just come just make sure i don't kill this dude i wasn't in town y'all he waited until i left because he knew i would have said something because to me it's it's not worth it to me it was like, most certainly whether you, worth it well if you went to jail or if he would have shot you because he was scared of you people like him they carry a gun because they're he scared got the chance you don't know that i do know you that. don't I you do don't know that. know that he wouldn't have got the chance anyways y'all know what i'm saying like <clears throat> for instance uh, and we're going to talk about my, my, my issues and we're going to go to yours again and we're going to come back to mine. And, and You're way more hot-headed than me. Yo, listen. Okay, relax. What I'm saying is you, I'm glad he wasn't there because that could have been something stupid. I could have lost my husband over something so dumb. It Nothing not, is worth it. it no, no, no. But it, but would it have been worth it? If, yes. If so, if he would have shot and killed you, it would have been worth. He would have did that. You don't know that. I mean, you know, it's like just like you're anything. acting like you're acting like the kind of kids that be like, oh, when I get in a fight, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do no, that. No, I'm not. That's not how like it that. be coming out. You don't know. Like if somebody's scared of you, first of all, there's no. There's, they're not gonna fight in you. In order for him like to, a man, they're gonna to shoot, shoot you. you. You're assuming that I'm gonna have a conversation with this person before anything. I'm not. There's no words. <laughs> There's no words. It's on sight. He's not just going to see me and pull a gun. He's expecting me to, hey, excuse me, sir. I have a problem with you. Now, let's have this whole conversation. This I ain't no movie. He, I think he was just very scared of you. And I think if he would have just saw you, period, come to his door, he would have had the gun out. He was that scared of you. You're way bigger than him. Listen, you okay. I'm just saying. So anyway, y'all tell us what you think about that. What's your opinion on that? I know my husband was going out there to like, Handle business, cool, but not cool. So, anyways, there was a time where, let's talk about um, which one. I, I got a lot of times. Oh, okay. So, I'll start by saying this one, and then we'll go to yours, and then we'll come back to mine. So, I um, <laughs> I found out that my business partner, first of all, I was super young opening up a dance studio. So, I trusted my business partner because she was 30 five 32 something like that so i trusted her because i'm super young opening up this dance studio i got the money because i did hair i did dance lessons i was doing shows I, I all this stuff all this stuff i did i saved up my money opened up a dance studio in san antonio texas okay first hip-hop dance studio in san antonio texas the best hip-hop dance studio okay um, anyway <clears throat> it was <laughs> okay um but anyways I trusted this lady because she was older than me. I was teaching her daughter some dance moves, you know, like choreography, teaching her how to be a dancer, how to be a performer. She was like only eight. And um, I think she was like eight at the time when I first started teaching her. And um, so she began to, 
be like a little sister to me, you know? So her mom was like, oh, well, you know, she was passionate about her daughter dancing. So I was like, this, this could be a good partnership. She can make sure everything works out right. Um, make sure the business part goes good. I got the money. I don't know what I'm doing, but I know what I'm doing when it comes to the creativity, when it comes to making the studio look good, filling the studio up with people and students. I know how to do that. But as far as like the money part, I just had the money. So anyway, found out, long story short, I found out that she uh, had stolen basically $20,000 from me. And I should have known something was wrong when she was like, hey, can I borrow some of the money to um get a car and i'm like no this is business like you got to figure your own stuff out she was taking the card that had my money on it taking people out to eat making them think that she was the one paying for that stuff that was my money that was my money she was paying for like dinners for everybody they're like oh yeah she lit she lit she always paying when when people came in to teach the mm-hmm. workshops she was paying for them and their friends and they're like she's spending like three four hundred dollars per dinner and i'm just like i didn't say nothing because i didn't know what was going on at the time next thing you know freaking bank statement come in actually i was going to the bank so much at our by our house it was like right, right like walking distance i was going to the bank so much depositing so much money like you would have thought i was a dope dealer i was p- depositing so much money in there from like i said hair private lessons um everything so I began to come be, get closer to the, the bank tellers. They know me by name. I don't really have to pull out my ID no more because they know who I am. So one lady was like, um, we have an issue with this account, but I know, this don't seem like something you would do. Can you come and look at this? She showed me, first of all, tons of Taco Bell. I don't even eat Taco Bell. <laughs> so I was like, what in the world? Tons of money spent on Taco Bell. Then it was a $7,000 bill for a rental what car. About the dog surgery? The dog surgery. That was like three grand. It was so much money that she had spent on there. And then it all, I guess when the bill came, that's when it all came onto the statement or whatever. Right. Um. So me, I was pissed. When I tell you, I went into my closet, got a bat. Y'all, I wasn't even thinking, listen, I'm working on myself. God is still working on me. Yes, he is. Listen, I was mad. Went, got the bat, and I was like, babe, I'll be back. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you remember that? Mm-hmm. He was like, where are you going with a bat? I was like, I'll be right back. I'm about to go handle this. And he was like, no, you're not. Well, see, because it was different. Why? Because you were about to go do a confrontation. That's what I'm sorry, what do. was the difference between what I was about to go do and what you were about to go a do? A confrontation that you were going to have, meaning that person would have knew exactly who did it. <laughs> they would have called the cops on you. No matter where you went, it would have been a wrap. Okay. Mine was not going to be a confrontation. It was just going to get handled. There How so? There would have been no IDing. I would have been gone by the time he woke up. <laughs> like, it wouldn't have been none of that. I would have already been in another uh... state by the time he woke up. It wasn't going to be a confrontation. You... Needed to have a conversation as well as use that bat. That's, that's <laughs> different. You're going to go in front of this person. They looking at you. You're looking at them. They screaming for help. All and that kind bat, of stuff. Like, that's not a good situation. Yeah, when no, they wake not. up. Violence is come, not the answer. And the cops come <laughs> and they say, well, who did this? Oh, it was Kiera. Yeah. That's different. Mine was not going to be a confrontation. Confrontation is when you confront a person and y'all 
pretty much either have exchange words or whatever the case may be. It may escalate into a fight or something. They know who did it. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't doing that. <clears throat> there was nothing to confront. He knew what he did. I already said my piece. I already said what I needed to say to him. He said what he thought or what he felt he needed to say to me. Mm-hmm. Pretty much what he said to me is the reason why there wasn't going to be a confrontation. Mm. There was no more words to exchange. Okay. Well, y'all tell me if I was right or wrong for that. I ended no, up you not were right, just not the way you were going about it. Yeah, I was about to because baseball. In my situation, season. honestly, there should have been a couple people ahead of him that should have got it. You're right. Like we've we've dealt like y'all wouldn't even know, and it's not even something to get into on a podcast. But y'all have no idea how grimy the music business is. It's yeah. one of just when you where, have money, period. Yeah, when you have money, but I think it's worse when you're when you're in LA and you're trying to find your way. Yeah, and you're desperate to yeah. either make money or mm-hmm. make a name for yourself. Yep. people can feel and smell that desperation on you. Oh yeah, and we were hella desperate. Yes, and then me, I was a new manager. People yeah. could sense the green in me. Yep, I wasn't as strong as I could be at times. I wasn't as assertive as I could be, and people took advantage of that. Right. So once I got to a point like where I am now. I I tell anybody about this stuff like Well now we're not desperate. Right. But we we you you talking thirty three dollars in our bank account between the two of us, you talking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because we had no choice. We talking about somebody who put a contract in front of us saying that they'll get us a record deal but we owe them six figures. Yeah, it was crazy. No, that was that was just for the introduction. Yeah, that was an introduction. <laughs> that, was that was just for if the introduction. We get a record, a record deal, deal yeah. from the introduction. Right. They wanted a hundred thousand dollars. Hundred fifty. Hundred fifty. See, and then we've dealt with like I told you guys about the PR, but I'll go more in depth with it. People would be like, "Oh, it it costs three grand, five grand, fifteen hundred, blood, whatever their price is." One one chick, I I'm gonna tell y'all this, and tell me if I'm wrong for this. <laughs> this one chick, I'll say her name because she's a, a con artist. Her name is Trevion. You forgot about her, didn't you? No. Let me tell you about this lady. Let me tell you about this lady. So she, I forgot how much she charged. She charges a lot, but she was like, oh, I'll, I'll let you guys pay me $1,000 a month or whatever at first. Um, And we were like, okay, cool. Cause she had, she claimed she had worked with these different people that were big in the industry. So we're like, okay, cool. This clown, let me tell you what she did. She has a very distinctive voice, just like me. It's very, very, it's very recognizable. You know, if you know my voice, like a lot of people, when I see them, um, one lady, I was getting my nails done and I was talking to Sabrina and she, she taps me and she's like, can you say something again? And I was like, something again. <laughs> she was like, oh my God, Kiara Lachey. She was like, I know your voice anywhere. She has that type of voice. Like, you know her voice anywhere. So this lady, she says oh you have a a meeting with um you have a phone call with um ebony i think it was ebony or essence i can't remember so she called so the i get a phone call and this voice sounds super familiar i don't know if y'all heard this story on my instagram so i'm telling that because i told it on my live and all y'all the people that did hear it on my instagram they went to her ig and tore it apart which was hilarious but she 
so uh, so the ladies on the other line like hi this is such and such with um ebony magazine or i can't remember let's just say it's ebony magazine um hey such and such with ebony magazine um we're so uh, happy to be interviewing you right now. And, I, and I'm just listening like this voice sounds hella familiar. This sounds like Trevian. Like this, this, that type of voice. You can't like, there's not another, you, like Fran Drescher, right? There's not too many people that sound like that lady, like period. Or Janet Jackson. She has that whisper, like it's just very distinct. So anyway, so I'm still like, okay, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping, but I don't think so. You kind of got to go with your gut, right? But I'm like, mm, I don't know. So we get off the phone. We had this whole hour-long interview on the phone, mind you. We get off the phone. I save the number. I save the number because I always save numbers from, you know, interviews that I do because I end up creating relationships with real interviewers anyway. I end up creating relationships with them when I go in their city. You know, we have lunch and stuff like that and we just become closer or whatever. So I save the number. Next thing you know, a week goes by. KP tells me, hey, Trevi, I'm about to call you on your phone because she has a project she's working on that she wants to talk to you about. And I'm like, okay, cool. Why Ebony Magazine pops up when Trevian phone calls my number? And I'm like, boom, I knew it was her. I had never saved her number. I had never talked to her on my partic- on my cell phone before. I always talked to her on KP, so I didn't have her number saved. So the only number I had was the Ebony Magazine number. So she's like, hi, Kiara. You know, I have this. I was like, girl, miss me with all of that. Are you kidding me? I was like, you are so whack. And she was like, what? I was like, you called me pretending to be people. Here's the thing. People got a problem with me because I'm very bold, very bold. A lot of people would just kind of let it slide. A lot of people would just pretend it never happened. No, we paying you money. We're not going to do that. So I'm like, you pretended to be someone from Ebony Magazine. You interviewed me for a whole hour. And she swore up and down. And you she sw- didn't do that. Yeah, and she's like, no, no, no. I'm like, girl, your voice. First of all, why would her number pop up then? Why would the Ebony Magazine lady's number pop up as your phone when you calling me? Are you using her phone? I don't think so. Get out of here. She was like, well, maybe the lines or something got mixed up. Maybe the lines. I'm like, girl, no, you're lying. So she when is the fraud. Ebony? I said, so when is the Ebony <clears throat> Magazine interview gonna come out then? If, if and when it comes out, then I'll apologize. But until then, you're a fraud. And I said some other stuff I won't say. But I was so mad. If I if I could find her, I probably would have fought her on site. I'm pretty sure. Because at this point, you get so sick of people trying you. And yes. that's why when people make it to the top, that's why they have this big chip on their shoulder. Because of all of the crap that they've gone through to get to where they are, they not crazy. These people not crazy. These people are just pissed. They're angry. They're upset. They're bitter. And I try to convince Key not to be that person and allow me to be that person for her because I'm hot. Well, I don't want I don't want either one of us to be that because I feel like those can block our blessings and we are good people and well, we are move on. fair people. Yeah, we move I on. Move on. I don't let it taint me. But now it's hard not to always though. up. Like we've just had the absolute worst luck with so called publicists. We had some publicists. Um, one publicist, she's still like a year later, she's still trying to convince us that she's a good publicist. She has never done an article, no type of radio interview for us, no type of nothing. We've everything that I've done, everything that you guys have seen me do as we've done it on our own. Yep. Um, we've, we've had done one 
decent publicists. Yeah, we did. Um, and I say decent, and I can't say that they were good only because we weren't able to work with them long enough, but we were going in the right direction. Yeah, they were pretty good. But the these last two publicists that we work with, again, like I said, nice ladies, but not for the job. They did The last one, they were even worse. <laughs> I mean, it was chitlin circuit type stuff. Like, yeah. it, it was just, it, it's hard finding qualified people in an industry where everybody's pretty much an independent contractor. Right. So unless you're and you, and you want to deal with companies, but a lot of times PR companies are ridiculously expensive because yeah. they have more overhead. So yeah, you want, for you those of you who find, don't know what PR is, it's public <clears throat> relations. Well, it's basically publicists help you to get interviews with radio stations, magazines, mm-hmm. sometimes exposure. shows, exposure. Yeah, it helps you with exposure. So, so lot, they just help you get exposure, help you build your brand. Correct. Um, and we've just had nothing but bad luck when it came to publicists. So <laughs> right. we've switched our strategies and, you know, we're going to next time we deal with a publicist, it'll be one that is worth it um, with a much better track record than the ones we've we've dealt with before. Yeah. Um, and again, the one that we did like, they had a very good track record. They had they had some oh, big, yeah. uh, big people that they worked with. Right. Long, long time relationships with these people. Right. But, you know, when you're not wealthy and you don't have an investor you got to figure it out so you try and come up with a budget that you think you can afford a good pr person mm-hmm. and somebody comes and tells you oh i could do this this and that and then they do absolutely nothing right and it's like okay yeah this is not this this isn't gonna work it took everything i had not to go off on his last pr situation because i was just like you know what Breathe, Kiara, because I know me and I know I'm a nice person, but my temper, when it gets to the top of the top of the top, you wish you never met me. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to back down. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to walk away and I'm going to leave it at that. I didn't, I haven't even talked to them since they don't, they probably don't even know that I was so pissed off that day because no, I, I, I told them they do know. Oh, okay, great. So, oh, that's probably that's why they why called I told me. them I'm, it, it's not going to work. Yeah, that pissed me off. And they want you to try and sign these contracts that they got to be your PR person for three months or six months or whatever the case may be. I was like, nah, that's that's not about to happen. I mean, and the, the, the saddest thing is the, the cheapest PR was, for us has been um, what, 1000 1500 That's mm-hmm. the cheapest. When you have children, you know what I'm saying? Not only children, but you have other things that you have to pay for. You have businesses to run. You got, you know all these different things that need attention people taking money out of your pocket. people taking money out of your pocket because they feel like oh you got all these followers you got all this you got all that you got all this money yeah but that's not for you to try to jip me out of it yep. do your job i don't mind paying people i have no problem paying anybody we were, we were looking for a publicist because we wanted to build a relationship with somebody yeah we'll pay, pay we'll pay a publicist five ten g's if you do your job if you don't then you can kick rocks Give me my money back and leave us alone. Go and deal with people that are okay with scammers. Go deal with people and mediocrity. Yeah, and I'm and the saddest thing is these la- these last ladies. They were really they were nice ladies, but they just weren't good for my my job. You know, they, they didn't weren't good for your brand for my brand. But they, they were nice ladies. I, I did like them as people. I'll have yeah, to say that they couldn't elevate what we were doing in any right. way. Right. And it's like all of this stuff builds up, and then you start to become angry. Yep. And then the next person that comes along, they might mess up one one thousandth of what the person before them did, but oh. they get the ass end of it. 
you know, and it, and it gets frustrating when it's repeated. And, and, you know, so for us, we just had to switch up our whole strategy. We're mm-hmm. trying not to be frustrated. We're trying to do better business and work with better people so that we don't have to go off on people. Yeah, don't want to go off. Don't want to have to be physical with anybody. Don't want to have to have no grudges with nobody. None of that stuff. Yeah. Don't even want to be those people. We just want to do business, make our money, come home to our girls. That's it. That's it. And in this industry, there's a whole lot of people that's ready to try you at any given moment. Trigger. They be triggering us so bad. (laughs) Whether it's a show, bad promoters, um, bad festivals, bad like. (gasps) Let's talk about that. So we won't say the name of the festival because we might actually end up working with them. And if we do, then I'll come back and I'll and I'll and I'll let y'all know. Because I am very I'm a fair person. But this particular festival, um, we had people coming to see me and a lot of people coming to see me and I was not able to perform because they were, they were just bad. And it wasn't, it wasn't like it was a bad show. It was a great show. It was a great lineup. We weren't the only ones that, um, basically got squeezed out of performing. There were other signed acts to major labels that weren't able to perform. It was just a bad situation all the way around. Mm -hmm. But again, it, still pisses you off when you've been been out there they told us to go stand by the stage at like five Mm o'clock and we were standing out there from five until like midnight because they were saying they didn't know when anybody was going to be able to go on but pause let's talk about the the whole day i had just finished doing another event here in atlanta yeah then i had to we had to hop on the plane and i mean we had like literally we had to do this to a t so we can get there on time we got on the plane. I'm cha- I changed at the airport, in the airport bathroom stall, okay? Changed my clothes, did my makeup on the plane, mm-hmm. you know, to get there um, just for them to say that we can't perform. Now, they didn't brought say that in the band. beginning. We brought the whole freaking band. Rented, rented a car out of our own pocket now. Yeah. We rented a Suburban so they could all get down there. We paid for their rooms. Paid for their rooms, paid for their food, food, and paid them. Paid them, paid gas. Like, we paid for everything. Expecting this festival to be at least a great... It, it was a lot of people there. It was. It was a lot of people there. They were expecting 6,000 people. It was probably more than that. Yeah. It was a good good crowd. Right. So it wasn't like all this we did for... But it's just we didn't get to grace the stage. Right. See, we didn't mind paying for everything that we paid for. I didn't mind that. And then like, to make it even worse, we had time. Right. And one of the headlining artists, again, won't say her name, but if I ever have to deal with Buddha, her people. Buddha. Okay. If I ever have to deal with her people <laughs> on in any shape or form, I'm going to let them, I'm going to tell them about themselves because it was jacked up what they did. They right. wanted to clear the stage 30 minutes before their performance when there was like eight people mm-hmm. who hadn't performed yet. Yeah. 30 minutes just wasted and she did not want me to go on she didn't want anybody to go on right before, before her right and i'm sitting there and i'm like but this is it, whose festival is this y'all got artists over here that have brought all this stuff with them to perform right, right. And y'all just gonna waste 30 minutes like y'all could have even came and said look we'll give four of y'all eight minutes up on stage anything so anything just to get a couple songs in right. instead Nothing happened for thirty minutes. The crowd is getting pissed off because it's thirty minutes. It's hot. Then I'm getting I'm getting messages like, "Yo, where are you at? We've been here since five o'clock." Right, and this is Florida. It's humid as crap. This Florida this is my hometown. I mean, it's my my home state too. And it's hot. And it is hot. People and are we're like, out there yeah. all day, 
on waiting for our and they're telling us okay you're gonna go on next you're gonna go on next they told us that like eight times yeah and they had all the little the not saying i don't want to call them boo boo but all the i don't even know the word for them all the artists that weren't really big go on first right so the whole thing started at like what two yeah, it started at like two. So all the oh no, maybe, maybe even new. earlier. Yeah. So all the newer acts, the acts that really didn't have a following, even they got to perform. Yeah. So you got all these people up here that have fan bases that are signed to major labels, like you know, they're not getting a chance to perform. And keep in mind, we also we didn't personally get into it with another um, artist management, but they had a problem with us because Kiera Lachey was going on after them. Yeah, and we were like, let's not, just perform. Like, yeah, what are you talking but, about? And at the and at the end of the day, we were like, but we we're sitting there talking to the production people. Like, I just want to know what their problem is. Kiera has a much bigger fan base than their artists, and they're over there saying, well, they're signed. But their artist was signed. I'm we're not. Like, I'm we independent. Don't, we don't care. She has a bigger fan base. That's all we were saying. And they're over there like, well, who is that to be going on after you know such and such? And I'm just sitting there like, man. First of all, dude had a little song on the radio. And, I, and I'm not trying to be rude, but since last year to now, you ain't heard of this dude no more, which is exactly what I expected. His management was trash. There's literally sitting there yelling at the production people about Kier. Now, they're not saying nothing to us directly, mm-hmm. but we can we can overhear them. And then they came back and said, you know, they had a problem. Now, they weren't going to like switch it or anything. But even if they did, we wouldn't have cared. Okay. Because honestly, we just wanted to perform. He didn't want to go after Key. Like not trying to be funny, but key key's performances, you don't really want to unless you can keep up, you don't want to be the one that goes on after her after she get the crowd excited and then Aww, you're a big letdown tenor. after her. Like whoever and and again, the person who did the little BS with the thirty minutes, they definitely didn't want key going on before them because their performance was trash. Yeah, but that person is had Popular, a huge song, performance huge was song trash. on the radio, and it still would have been a huge letdown <clears throat> energy wise. And performance-wise, if you would have went on right before them. Yo, our show set was so fire. Like, the band that I had for it, love those boys. They are amazing. Um, We were about to rip that stage apart. And that's why I was so mad. Like, I was so angry at the fact that we had, one, paid all that money to get everybody there, pay for the rooms, pay for the food, pay for for our own flights to get there, just all these different things that we paid for. Um, had people waiting on us to perform, you know, all these different things. It makes us look crazy as a brand. It makes us look crazy as a company. And it took everything that I had not to, like, flip that stage over. I was so angry. And I think what made me even more upset was, the promoter is like, oh, you know, I tried, I tried. No, you didn't. Correct. You did not try. Nobody tried because we were calm. There was another artist that didn't perform. Right. Oh, he was, he was clicking. Oh yeah. At he first, pissed. I didn't know why he was so. He mad, went and took all I his instruments out. off the stage. Oh yeah, he took all his instruments as he should have. He was clicking on everybody. They was trying to calm him down. Like, you know I was, what? He should be mad. He should be pissed. He had a band too, and he yeah. he was signed. He ain't he ain't had to come out of his pocket, and he was mad. Right. Yeah, but he still, I mean, technically he does have well, to come yeah, out of his pocket because the, the labels, what they do is they pay for you to get on big, onto big shows. So they pay like 25, mm-hmm. no, they pay like 15, mm-hmm. $15,000 for but you to get on that pay, show. You know, whatever money they gave him to pay for his band to come and all right. that kind of so stuff. Right, so he owes he that money that, back, yeah, he owes that which money. sucks. Yeah. So yeah, we, we were pretty pissed, but 
you know, we'll, if if we end up doing this festival this year, then I'll let y'all know <laughs> yeah, no, that I mean, it worked it out. I hope it does because cool, it would have been great to do the show. But it, we were it's pissed. Still just that's what we have to deal with in this industry, especially yeah. being independent. They act like only signed acts are talented. Yeah. And it's like some people are independent because they want to be and they don't want to be robbed. Because right. honestly, the industry is a money-driven industry. Yeah. If you have money, you can be independent and do and do well. Correct. But if you don't, then you kind of don't really have a choice but to be signed if you want to get any type type of leeway because the radio stations won't play you. Nope. You know, they don't play independent. They'll even tell you that unless you have a relationship with a DJ, the program directors are not going to play independent artists. Yeah. Radio stations are not for independent artists. Right. That's just a fact. And they know it. We know it. And no matter how dope you are, when you finally break, now everybody's on your jock. But it's like you try to tell people, I was dope before I broke. Right. Y'all just wouldn't give me a chance because I was independent or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, so again, it's like, that's why a lot of people be having a chip on their shoulders by the time they get there. And then people be like, why they got an attitude? They just mad. Everybody. Most of these people that weren't teenagers when they got got big, they got a story. Mm-hmm. It's always something. No, nobody is 27 to 35 breaking in this industry without a story oh yeah they and especially as things. especially as a, a woman unfortunately i've also had the issues of whether it's the the producer or the um the a and r themselves trying to sleep with me or people judging us because we're <clears throat> in a relationship yeah and it's like y'all don't know nothing about us y'all didn't take the time to know anything about us y'all just automatically assume because we're in a relationship we're not going to be able to work and it's like that this industry is so backwards. They look down at women who want to have families. Yeah. Um, but not knowing that fans want you to have a family. They yeah, want they you want to you to be happy. happy. Yeah. You know, but the industry. As long as you're still making on, good music for them, that's all they care about. If you come into the industry in a relationship, that's looked down on. Yep. But if you get big and then get a relationship, oh, they're fine with it. What's the difference? There is no difference. But it's, that's the thing, though. It's not the fans <laughs> that do that. It's the labels. And it's the, always the labels. Yeah. And labels aren't interested in finding talent anymore. So, you know, as as you try to, you know, find your way in the music industry, you just run into a bunch of clowns, a bunch of sharks. And then, you know, you, you get to a point where it's not even about business no more. Now it's just you you just angry. And the next person that try you going to be the next one to get it. Right. And that's where I was with in my situation. He wasn't he wasn't the worst. Honestly, he was laughable. It was a joke to me. But he was the final person that I have dealt with like that. And now I refuse to deal with anybody in that capacity. So now with like some of the people that we've met out here in Atlanta, I don't even care. I already I already expect you to do what all these other people did until you prove me wrong. So you, you can't even get me mad. I, I I say my piece, you know, we we try to work with certain people and we've tried. It just don't work out for whatever reason. And I think people understand that we not with the groupies. We not with the, the BS that people be trying to spew. You know, when when an A&R tells you that this person that went viral can sing and they're not even a singer, it's like you're a groupie. Because they're popular now, all of a sudden you want to be on a jock. But beforehand, you, you ain't had that same energy. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get you get angry and then they telling you, oh, your music needs this, this and that when your music is 10 times better than the person or, that went viral. Or my music gets <clears throat> stolen from a big artist in his school. Correct. Yeah. Correct. 
Like, we had a song a few years ago. I'm not even going to get into details, but people were telling us, oh, that song is too simple. And we're like, what, what does that even mean? But then you got Drake coming out. Drake literally repeats the same line in a chorus, and everybody's like, oh, Drake is a genius. <laughs> and it's like, y'all literally don't make sense. The majority of people in this industry are bandwagon junkies. They are groupies. I'm talking, I'm not talking about groupies like the the, the females that y'all claim want to sleep with dudes. I'm talking about the people who actually work in the industry. The actual A&Rs, the, the publicist, lawyer, all of most of them are groupies. That once you get a name for yourself, you could talk noise about every, like, like I'm sitting here pretty much talking noise about how groupie-ish these people are. They would hear me, they would get mad. Kiera Lachey grow up tomorrow, they whole tune change. Now it's, oh, you was right about them groupies. Hey, I was talking about you. Mm-hmm. Like, if Kiera was to blow tomorrow, like, I mean, huge. There's people where we have uh, our certain business relationship with that would totally change their tune and how they treat us right now, today. Even though we've been dealing with these people for, what, two years now? Mm-hmm. It would be a whole different ball game. And now they're going to be ready to step up and and help with this or that and me being me i would go in another direction i would rather deal with people that i've never dealt with than deal with them fools it's just a simple fact that our situation right now it's working for what we do independently Mm -hmm. but if she was to blow i would not stay in that same situation i would move us to another situation and it's and it's just more so just y'all ain't have our backs then don't have our backs now like mm-hmm. I'm not that dude. Yeah. And that's why I was mad at dude because I'm still not. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that dude no more. I'm totally different than when I first started managing you. I know, and you just fresh out of college, right? You know what I'm saying? And you didn't want to step on any toes, burn any bridges. But we've learned that you can't burn a bridge that was never there in the first boom. place. Boom. Can ne- you cannot burn a bridge that was never freaking and it's there. It's so crazy in this type of industry where. You don't know what anybody can become, especially yeah. an artist. Like an artist that you think stank might be on top of the world tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like I don't understand why people do that. And, and we don't we don't do bad business. We don't say or do anything to push people in the wrong direction. That's that's it's all on them. All we want to do is work and make money. That's it. It's a very simple process with us. But people in this industry, they they not on that same wavelength. The dudes want to get their little meat wet. The females, I don't know what they be on. They they be intimidated by another female trying to make it. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like we've been hated on by women for investments. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it it's both as males and male and female. We have worked with some very very few people that we still work with, um, yes. and we're grateful for them because it's very hard to find. And we've made some new relationships in the past few months um, back in L.A. Uh, that seems like it's a good working relationship as far as creating music. Now, we haven't done anything outside of that yet, but yeah. the music that's being created is, has been top notch. It's been some of Kier's best work. Um, and I still think she has her best work ahead of her. It's just frustrating when you don't have the proper platforms to release music that you would like to. And the people who can help you do that are janky. Yep. And for no reason, really. 
and it's like they can't i guess we're independent we can't be controlled and it's like we know our business now so they can't find holes that they can rob us and i think because of that they get turned off by us because we know our business when like when key was on the voice she pretty much got kicked off the voice because she had an opinion <laughs> about everything no i ain't wearing that i don't want to wear that i'll wear that but not that i don't want to i don't want to sing like that I well they were trying like to have this. me look crazy so. yeah so it's like you you figure them shows out and it's like the voice isn't really about the voice the voice is about the people who turn their chairs around because again we ask a simple question what has happened to the winners where are they nobody knows and then they get these horrible contracts where they basically disappear you don't hear from them no more yep so it's like when they know you know your stuff, they don't want to deal with you unless you've gone viral or, you know, you're in charge of your own destiny, which pretty much means you have your own money. If you got your own money, again, they sing a different tune. But when you're coming up and you're relying on a label, they, they're in control. And they, they show their control on a daily basis. Yep. So those are some of the things that have triggered us. <laughs> this industry is one big trigger. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm just different because there's, there's a couple people here I would love to say, have some choice words with. I just, it's just not worth my time. I be clicking on people all the time now. It's, they're I not can't. worth my time because I know what we're doing. And, I click and then move on. And once we get to a certain point, because I do believe we're going to have a great year next year. We're lining Ooh, up a lot of dope yeah. situations. And when it does go... And these people reach out, they they not trying to be mean and not trying to be stuck up, but they can't say nothing to me. They have nothing to say to me. Because then if they didn't want to deal with us when we was coming up, don't try to deal with us when we on top. That that's just simple. We're gonna come up with we're creating our own team. We're handpicking people to work with versus working with whoever comes along. We ain't doing that no more. Yep. So y'all tell us what y'all think about about this episode and what has triggered you to make you want to pick up a baseball bat and go off on somebody or what made you want to drive <laughs> some uh, really far to handle Four some business. Handle somebody. <laughs> um, let us know what you guys thought about this episode. And, um, and I still ain't let it go yet. If I see him, it still might go down. <sighs> Y'all help KP. But I'm a happy person. He's not blocking my happiness. No, just of course I not. see him, it's on he site. better hope it's in a public setting. It's on site, babe. I ain't going to say it's on site because if we had like an award show or something. We're not going to be nah, those people. we going to be ghetto. No. So it's not on site. But, oh, you know, if, if, if he has the nerve to say hi, I'm going to have some choice words for him. Okay. Well, you guys help us out. Help KP out. Anyways, make sure to uh, leave a review. <laughs> I don't know about on this on this episode, but leave a review. <laughs> Five stars. And also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Kiara Lachey, K-E-A-I-R-A-L-A-S-H-A-E. Stop. He's trying to tickle my feet. I'm so ticklish. Um, And what's yours, baby? KP underscore the CEO. And our podcast Instagram is at the perfect podcast at the perfect couple podcast. <laughs> um, so make sure to check us out there as well. Um, this episode was sponsored by our online gym move. If you can move.com has lots of fun dance workouts, fun 
variety of toning, kettlebell, yoga, Pilates, all kinds of stuff. So make sure to check it out. If you can move.com, you get a free seven day trial. Um, also what else? Oh, also make sure to, um, subscribe to both of my YouTube channels. Music channel is Kiara Lachey and my fitness channel is superhero fitness TV. Get my DVDs from teamlachey.com. Um, dance fitness DVDs. You will not be sorry if you're trying to get in shape and have a good time. And if you're trying to also learn how to dance, it's a great, 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 great purchase. So make sure to check all those things out. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you all. Thank you for supporting us. Peace. Peace.